0: she's back howdy doodly y'all thanks for tuning in folks this is the pantology princess podcast i'm your girl tyra and i am coming back my little hiatus i don't know who told me no nobody told me but i don't know who told me to start a podcast in the middle of the summer right before moving I moved from New Jersey over yonder to Queens, and for the non-New York girlies, it's literally only 10 miles, but it takes an hour. I was making trips back and forth, driving through Manhattan several times, Uh, but we did it. That was in August, so I don't know what my excuse was for the other month, but... Oh, actually, I do have them. So after I moved, (laughs) I did a little traveling. I went to Dallas, saw Lady Gaga, sprained my ankle... I was stepping off of a curb okay I don't know so Dallas I don't come for me but I don't think they don't have they're not accessible to disabilities maybe because that curb I swear was a foot off the ground right on the corner I took a step and I went down on my knees in the middle of an intersection of like the strip a very busy intersection my friend was like get off. he thought I was being dramatic <laughs> I couldn't walk so anyway the ankle was sprained, but we still saw Lady Gaga, and we prevailed. And that was, that was like four days after I moved, so I literally moved. Another club, another club, bus, like, literally. And then I went to Maine for Labor Day weekend, saw my girl Shelby, my girl Sheebs, did a little cute moment over in Portland, saw Kylie, too. Shout out to my girls. Um, so after Maine, you know, I do what I do best. And that is nothing. I read some more fantasy romance novels currently on the Zodiac Academy series, which is on theme for today's episode. But now I saw one today that's about a girl that falls in love with one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, this is from Book Talk. Book Talk has melted my brain. Like, all I know is fine dining and fantasy romance novels. And also Colleen Hoover is coming out with a prequel to It Ends With Us. And that's out next month. So y'all are going to hear from me about that. And we love you, Atlas. I also joined the Brooklyn Rugby Club, the Brooklyn Women's Rugby Club. So I did one season of rugby when I lived in Massachusetts. And that was pre-COVID. And so it stopped. And then I moved... And then I'm I'm like, now I'm kind of settled, so I was like, okay, we're going to get back into it. I played two games, and then I sprained my ankle again. Someone fell on it, at least. It was not another traffic incident, but I am getting back my strength, so hopefully I'll be back. Not this game, but after the bye week, I'll be back. Hopefully. I literally, (laughs) I I thought it was sprained, but it was still kind of hurting, but I was trying to be really good and let my ankle rest. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this one seriously, because whenever I sprain my ankle, I just, like, keep walking on it, and I want to be back for rugby, and I finally went to the like urgent care and I was like, Listen here. I was like, I just want to make sure it's not broken. And I took out the x ray. She's like, It's not broken, but basically, you just need to use it. That's why it's not hurt. That's why it's hurting because you're not using it. And I was like, Oh. So I girl bossed. I rested a bit too close to the sun, but now we're back, 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 back again. But yes, I was booked and busy, but now I'm back to my favorite pastime talking to myself. So, we are here, doing the podcast, coming to you, not live, but recorded, here in my bedroom. I also have the New York City apartment-like experience now because uh, my window to my bedroom looks into an alleyway. So, we're getting the full vibes here. We're getting all the vibes here. I, I I put it, I'm reading my script, and I said I did upgrade from the Wii microphone, but I actually, I went on Amazon, I bought a microphone, I bought a pop filter, because someone told me, like, get a pop filter because the ASMR is too strong, and so I got a pop filter, and I had it with the microphone, and I put in the Wii mic, and I'm like, the Wii mic is giving me what I, more of what I need, so we are still using the Wii microphone, just with some a bit of a, trimmings on it, a pop filter, and then... Some other styrofoam foam stuff, I don't know. But yes, the rumors are true. I am back. The long-awaited second official episode of the Pantology Princess Podcast. People, and by people I mean my two friends, were asking me when my next episode was going to drop. So, you know, I feel like a celebrity. Uh, Today's episode is going to be about astrology. And no surprise there. Because if you know me personally, you know I am an astrology girly. But with that being said, my goal is to not make you an astrology believer, but to more so tell my story of how I got into astrology and how it has helped me understand people and also myself better. And some astrology basics as well. I feel like now we see so many astrology meme accounts and TikTok videos Uh, that it's a sensory overload and it's too much and for me I have to like filter out the tomfoolery the gaggoolery the gubgoolery just because we all know Pisces like to cry we all know Leo's love a mirror but there are better stereotypes we could be using and I'm gonna do another episode where I talk about the misconceptions and stereotypes we hear about with the signs and the sorts of truths and lies of it all but I wanted to do this episode first to talk about the basics because even my friends, I just talk to astrology about all the time. They don't know what's going on. You're talking to someone and then their eyes glaze over when you're explaining to them that you're not crazy. Your moon's just in Pisces and your are Leo, right? Re- yeah. So today it's just going to be the basics. A little bit of background about me and why I like astrology. And then we're going to get into the basics of the signs and all that, that good stuff. Now, first things first. I think I've said that already. Whatever I'm on, that's what we're on. Second thing, second. Third thing, certainly. You get what I'm vibing with. So I don't know which one I'm on, but we're on something. Now, if you are an astrology fan, howdy doodly. Welcome. Thanks for coming. If you're neutral, take it or leave it with astrology. Thanks for joining. And if you are an astrology non-believer, I'm not here to change your mind. Okay, talking to non-believers can be hard because it's like, you look at me like I have a tinfoil hat on, and I probably do, and if you don't like it or don't believe in it, I'm not going to change your mind. This, this, this gorial on the podcast is not going to change your mind, and it's not my job to. I don't care either way. Just know that I know, and I'll keep that information to myself. I just had a thought. I don't know if people below me can hear, because my other apartment, like, I couldn't hear anybody else, but I feel like they can hear me downstairs. Hi, if you can hear me downstairs talking to myself, thank you. Sidebar. Yeah, I get astro- I, I get how astrology can be a little, like, blah, 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 but me, I half believe in everything, so it's like, ah, you tell me conspiracy theory, I'll see something in it, you know what I mean? Because why not? Why, what is the reason to not, to not think that something could be possible? Don't even get me started on Ancient Aliens, because I saw one of Nikola Tesla was aliens were talking to him, and I, to this day, believe that might be true, because he didn't write nothing down. Anyway, something that irks me a little bit when I talk to someone, and, like, I don't know how it comes up with astrology, because now I don't even bring it up. I think other people do, and, like, I can't shut up. So, it's like you're talking to them for three minutes, and they'll play that game like, oh, guess what sign I am, and I'm just like, the only sign I'm seeing here is a red flag. Uh, however, I can guess... Sometimes down to the element, but not the exact sign. And now is the time for my astrology villain origin story. First of all, origin is a hard word to say. I always want to say like original. I always say well, origin story, but it's origin. Okay. So sidebar, I don't know how to talk sometimes. Anyway, so my astrology villain origin story. So I don't know... I was always kind of into birthdays for some reason. Like, I had a really good memory for birthdays for literally no reason. I played with brass dolls and then, like, birthdays. Find out any breeding. That's it. I even can remember to this day someone I went to kindergarten with. I know his birthday. And I have not. I talked to him probably, like, once or twice in the past 20 20 years. Do the math. (laughs) I was in, like, second grade 20. okay. That's too much math. I can't do that. So anyway, I've always had the ability to remember birthdays. Don't know why. The only thing I knew really about astrology was that I was a Pisces. And I did know the stereotype of Pisces was crying unprovoked, which I did do. So that's like half the reason I joke around a lot and (laughs) I don't get too serious because I will cry. Uh, For example, if I talk about how much I love my mom and my family, I will lose it. And I was tearing up as I wrote that. Yeah. Okay. The Pisces is Pisces. And then, like, my mom knows which songs to use to trigger me that I I will start crying. (laughs) And I do have emotional support movies I use if I need a good cry. Like, for me, it's more of a release of emotions. Like, if I'm feeling sad in some type of way, I need to watch sad movies to get it over with. Brokeback Mountain. 10 out of 10. Will cry every time. Me Before You. 10 out of 10. Will cry every time. Also, sidebar, Sir Daddy Harwin Strong, House of the Dragon, shout out, is the the actor that plays him is the main character in the movie Holding the Man that I saw however many years ago. Top tier movie, top tier man, thank you HBO, but you will be dealt with for true blood. So, that's in the first episode, if you want to hear my issue I have with HBO on that one. But House of the Dragon's giving arianka giving ariani so tune into that so back to my tales from the crypt so senior year of college was when i went off the rails okay with astrology i i know too much the girl who knew too much i remember talking to one of my advisors she was my advisor for the cross-cultural club on campus and she was a leo and i was like you don't seem like a leo and she was like well my moon is in rising or in this and i was like oh oh hold on there's more and I was like, okay, interesting. Didn't go all in yet. I was more thinking, and there was a group of guys I knew on campus. They were all um, roommates for like four years, and they like vibed well together. And they were all air signs, all compatible. And I was like, hmm, hold on, hold on. There must be something going on here. And I was like, okay. And then there's this one girl. This is I'm not gonna name names. There's this one girl who was irritating me beyond beyond belief. I don't know why. She never really did anything dark sided, no gargles. Her energy was just, just did not mesh with me at all. And then one day I was listening to her talk, probably getting irritated. And I was like, little mama, when's your birthday? And she's like, oh, I'm an Aries. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So that's not your fault. It's your parents' fault. I'm just kidding. But I have Aries in my family, so I know how to to deal with them. No, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> but from that day I was like oh she's not that annoying anymore because it's not her fault she can't help it our vibes are just not connected so you know what I'll let it go this is when so it clicked the light bulb went off and then I got some books so I got the birthday book which is an astrology book it literally has every single like birth not like with the year but like so my birthday is February 28th and so it has like February 28th and it has like people born on that day. And then it says like, I think mine's the day of zest or something. And then it says like your tarot card and meditations and then your strengths and weaknesses, which were pretty spot on. And then I got the book that's really called the only astrology book you'll ever need. And it truly is the only astrology book you'll ever need. And so that one breaks it down into the houses, the planets, the signs, compatibility a little bit. And thus a monster was born. Put your paws up. Astrology at that point just made so much sense. Because I'll get into it more, but so you do so my son's in Pisces. You have Pisces, which is like someone's like, Oh, what's your sign? You say your son's sign, Pisces. You have a sign in each planet, and some planets have more influence, some planets influence other things. And then once it hit me, once it was in my in my brain, it was a great tool. For self-reflection because I can I could read how I was being perceived and I was putting words to feelings or thoughts I didn't know how to explain for example my Mars is in Leo so basically I'm a drama queen I feel like I used to have a temper or would pop off and I still do unprovoked provoked anyway I read something that said that people with their Mars and Leo are never really angry. They just see the opportunity to be dramatic and they take it. And I was like, purr. And looking back at the times I was angry or like I thought I was angry. I I never really was. I just saw the opportunity, I guess, to be mad about something and took it, which is not healthy. Not healthy. We know. But my brain wasn't fully developed so it's not my fault, I was not, I cannot be held accountable for anything I did before 25, and I, one time, this bad, one time I was arguing with my ex-boyfriend, who is my, still one of, my best friend, and and he said, maybe when you're 25 and your brain fully develops, and he's literally <laughs> nine months older than me, but he was right, because what's that, what is the prefrontal lobe, prefrontal cortex, whatever that is, what it hits once 25 comes you know the delusion the delusion's still there because again i'm a pisces but it's the impulse control and i felt that i feel it i feel it so once the astrology monster was created i remember i was reading my roommate in college her placements to her and now she's african and she was a non-believer astrology non-believer she was getting scared because the descriptions were too accurate now she's she'll text me people's birthdays and she already knows it gives me the, the location and time of day like sometimes people legit will not say hi how are you doing because I don't really like that like if you're texting me please come with a purpose because hi I know why you're here text say what you want state your business leave a message at the beep but now people just text me leo sag or, or so I think Rahi will literally text me just um, like the month and day and year of the birthday and I already know to go to work like <laughs> I know I know what I'm there for now the time for a disclaimer I don't know if there are any professional astrologers listening to this but I'm gonna just say it I am not a professional in any way not a professional astrologer there is too much to know I just know more than a normal human should so I'm at the point where I know too much where I have to start, I have to start actively ignoring things. Like if someone tells me like, I'm a Pisces, okay, so take that as you will. Another disclaimer, I'm a Pisces. Sun moon, Libra rising. So anything I say will be skewed a bit because we do be, we in our own universe. But I mean, with that being said, Pisces are, have a lot, have very, um, they have a lot of observation skills. We are the oldest sign of the Zodiac. Some, uh, that, okay, I'm going on a little rant here real quick. So when people fight me about astrology, there are things you can fight me on. Actually, sometimes I can, I can get into my own delusions and make me believe that what I'm saying is right in an argument. But anyway, d- do not argue with me with astrology. Unless you're a professional astrologer, do not argue with me about stupid stuff. One time, I was at a bar, and this girl, I was like, the Pisces is the oldest sign of the Zodiac, and she's like, no, it's not. Or she's in, she was an Aries or something. She's like, Aries is the youngest sign of the Zodiac. I'm like, no, it's not. Wait. Pause. Okay, I remember the story now. I said Pisces is the oldest sign of the zodiac, so I was talking about how we're like psychic or old or whatever. And she's like, "No, Aries is the oldest." And I was like, "Absolutely not. Pisces is the oldest sign of the zodiac." And she's like, "No, it's not. It's Aries." I'm like, "You're trying to tell me Aries, the ones finna pop off at every minute, they're the oldest sign of the zodiac." No, this is a fact. The Pisces is the oldest sign. 12 sign of zodiac. is the oldest sign. Don't argue with me. Argue with yourself and so I just let her be, like, I'm right, <laughs> like, that's different, and someone else one time was like, um, they're an Aquarius, I was like, oh, yeah, Aquarius, it's an air sign, and they're like, no, it's water, and I was like, it's the water bearer, so I could see, it. and it's literally called aqua areas, so I get where that came, came from, but I'm like, it's an air sign, no, it's a water sign, and I was like, you know what, sure, for you, let it be, So, it's like, I'm not going to argue with people. Like, I will argue until a point, but if you really believe it, like, I just know that I'm right. Please, just know that I'm right. I got to make sure I don't talk too fast when I get excited. We don't have uh, closed captions here. Also, I watch everything with closed captions because I can't hear mumblers. and I'm a mumbler, so if if I hear, like, mumbler from Cat in the Hat, I can't hear mumbling. So, yeah, I'm not a professional. I just know too much. Uh, For me... What I look at, really, I look at the personal planets, the risings, and I get my vibes from that, the houses and the aspects. It's too much, too complex for me, and I'll let the pros take care of that one. I'll get my information from the pros, and the houses scare me a bit because that's more of the horoscope, tra- the traditional horoscope you think and prediction, and I don't, I don't want to know all that. I don't want to know the future. It gets me scared. So, I look at the signs of each planet's uh, element. I look at modality. If there are any retrogrades, I look at the... S- yeah, so you know the deal. I've read some books on chart analysis, watched videos of astrologers, and I feel get it, um, but I know a lot of it comes from observation. I'm a people watcher. I like to know what people are thinking. I'm very chatty when I look at people's charts. I like to think of someone I know closely with that placement and think about it. I know sometimes, like, I'll talk to someone, I'll see their chart, and I'll just be like, what's it like to be like that? Because, again, I'm a water sun, water moon, um, so people have air moons. I'm like, what's it like to have that? Like someone with an Aquarius moon, I'm like, what's it like to do that? Especially if they're like a water sign, water sun with like an Aquarius moon. I'm like, what's that? Is that hard? But I was also born in a moon, new moon, uh, cause my sign, my Pis- I'm a Pisces sun and moon. And so I was born in a new moon and so I'm like that I found out recently has some effect. And I'm like, what does, what is that doing to me? Cause dark side of the moon, dark sided, you know, so I don't know. I wrote this episode in two parts and I thought I had my Wii microphone set up. I'm literally talking into this microphone and I realized it was off and I was like, oh, maybe it just turned off. No, I'm talking into the little guy in my, um, in my headphones in the Wii mic. I put it on. It sounds like crap. So headphones it is. Back to your scheduled programming. I ultimately think... One of the main reasons astrology gets a bad rep is because of horoscopes. So people will say, how can people born in the same month all have the same horoscope? That is valid. For me, I do think the planets have influence over us because the moon controls the tides. We humans are 70% water. The moon doesn't affect us? I find that hard to believe. Now, when I say this to people as my argument, blah, 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 they're like, but then someone will say, oh, it's not a significant amount of water. And I'm like, true. Like, we're not doing backflips, browned off backhands, ring back tuck down the street. There has to be some sort of influence, like a gravitational pulls from other planets and the moon as well. Science is sciencing somewhere. I remember one of my professors in college mentioned something with vitamin D. So, like, I was born in February versus my mom, and my brother, both born in April, so they would have been outdoors at an earlier age compared to me, so I'm like, maybe the vitamin D or something, because that also has an effect. For me, being an astrology girly, I don't read daily horoscopes, like, in the magazines either, because they usually go by the sun sign. Um, your sun sign is your main sign when people say, like, oh, what's your zodiac sign, what's your star sign? that's the sun sign. And that's what you, that's what people typically think of. And it changes every month or so. When I'm looking at charts, I look at necessarily like my horoscope, but sometimes I'll just be like really sad. I'm like, why am I sad today? And I look at, I look up the planets alignments so and i say like the moon is in Pisces. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that makes sense for me. And sometimes I'm like, why am I ready to turn up right now? And then you look and that's it is one of the biggest ones i think that's popular is mercury retrograde so like a lot of people are like stuff is off right now mercury affects technology communication so when there is a mercury retrograde those things are going backwards those things are not happening so like i take the time during a mercury retrograde to not make big decisions if commu- if someone's saying something and it's not clicking with me i'm not going to get into an argument i'm just going to sit and reflect on it if technology messes up make you sure you got time to go places Um, but those are certain things like I don't read the daily horoscopes, but I do look at what signs the planets are in at a certain day. So again, horoscopes is usually your typically your sun sign, but each person has a sign in each planet and a rising sign. So based on the time you were born, each sign has different influences. So if people aren't agreeing with the stereotypes of their sun sign or your zodiac sign, so it could be because you have other placements in different signs so like for example let's say you're a Pisces but you're like I'm not really emotional and all your other placements are in like Aquarius yeah you're not going to be emotional (laughs) no offense to Aquarius and so we're getting into the technical section we had chats we were chatting we're fun and now we're in school so if you were already snoozing wipe off the drool fluff the pillow because we're going it So now I have a spiel I usually give to people that um, when they first look up their charts with me, I'm like, you have a sign in every planet, in your birth chart, and they all influence you. It's not just the sun sign. So if you know the date, time, location of your birth, you can look up your birth chart. If you don't know the exact time, you just won't know your rising and then like how the houses go. Um, And if you have any cusps, they could lean either way. I like to use astro charts, astro dash charts, for a quick lookup because it's it's cute and it's clean and it's easy format to read. And if I want some answers, if I want the information, I use astro theme. Um, if you want the nitty gritty details and characteristics. Theirs is harder for beginners because it doesn't say like the planet it has like the symbols. So I know the symbols because of Sailor Moon and I have a Sailor Moon tattoo with the planet symbols. So it's like I know them. I know the astrology symbols, but that can that one's kind of harder to read but that will give you the T. so each planet has a different influence and I'm doing a super abridged version like this is basically you're entering my mind you're in the mind of a mastermind you're in my mind palace I'm giving you what I think of once I'm doing a quick chart analysis it's 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 nitty it's gritty it's down it's dirty it's not meant like look it up if you're really interested like If you ever look up your birth chart, just Google, what does it mean to have a sun in Pisces? What does it mean to have a moon in Leo? Like, it'll tell you. Give it a goog. But this is like how I remember because it's like just too much information. So sun. The sun rules sign Leo. Some say the sun is the ego. This is where you feel comfortable. This is your inner spirit, your sun sign. The sun sign changes every month or so. I usually remember it around, the, it's around the 20th of each month, but some of are different. So like, I think Leo starts like July 23rd, Pisces starts February 19th. Um, so it does change. Some people say it also depends what the stars are doing, because sometimes it's different. So it's not up for us to decide, but it's approximate. So the moon, the moon rules the sign Cancer. And so the moon is the emotions, the subconscious. That's what your moon does. That's what your moon influences. So this changes every two days or so. Mercury. Mercury is your communication style. It's not necessarily intelligence. Like, don't you do it? Like, they're smarties, okay? But don't get me. I don't want y'all to uh, get a big head because I know you like to do that. But uh, Mercury is logical, rational. That changes every two weeks or so, but with the retrogrades, the just sign just keeps coming. So when a sign's in retrograde, that means it's moving backwards in the solar system. So Mercury can be like in Libra. I think Mercury, I don't know if it's in Libra right now, but it's it can be going forwards and backwards and back up for like two months. And Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini. Gemini. So Venus is love. See like that's easy. Venus love. Boom. Easy. Material gorel if you will, the finer things in life, aesthetics, this is, uh, Taurus and Libra, and this changes every month or so, now Mars, this is passion, um, I it's like, it's hard because it's Mars, you think of, like, Mars, God of War, which can be, I, it's more of, it's not like aggression, but maybe, like, how quick to irritate your anger, it's just, it's impulsive, it's passion, it's Mars, and this rules Aries, and traditionally Scorpio, this changes every two months or so now these are the main placements i look at personally because they're the ones that change the most and have the most influence and again too much information to remember if you're doing a quick little snip snip snip, snap of chart analysis or if you want to learn more about yourself quick and easy easier to interpret as well and then after that we got jupiter this rule Sagittarius, and then traditionally pisces this is my favorite Sailor Scout. So Jupiter is my favorite Sailor Scout. Um, I always think of Jupiter as luck. You think of Zeus in the Greek. But this is... This book I just looked at says... um, this is how you connect to the outside world. And this changes every year. So, like, some of these... These are generational. So I'm going to move on to outer planets. I'm just going to rattle off what they said and whatever I looked up because I'm not going to speak on it because I really do not know about these place these planets because they're generational and they change so often they change every two years 31 you're like no i that's too much information and it's hard to interpret because it's generational it's very um i don't have the attention for it i'm gonna be honest so saturn rules capricorn in, in the traditional astrology aquarius so this is two and a half years it changes uranus uranus is um Aquarius, this is seven years. Neptune, this is Pisces in the modern. It's 14 years. Pluto, it's Scorpio in the modern times. This is 12 to 31 years. So, I it's funny because I typed out the planets and then I was like, oh, let me put what signs they rule. And it was funny because I was looking and I'm like, the sun is the ego. And then I put sun and I put Leo and I'm like, ah, and it had me a little chuckle, but it's not a bad thing. Because Leos have confidence, they have self care, self care, self love icons, and we can all learn from them. Like if people say anything bad about Leos, like they're just jealous, and I'm like, I'm not even, uh, my Mars is in Leo, but it's like I'm not, I don't even really like Leos, no offense, but it's something to admire. <laughs> but again, sun sign, there's so many elements. Like now, it's like, oh, I don't like Leos. It's like I have to ignore things because it's like they're not bad. And everybody's different, and there's different. You grow up a different way as well. So, blame the parents. That's what I say. The next planet is not a planet; it's an influence. Uh, it plays a big role. It's the rising. And look it up. See, see, look up what does the rising sign mean? In if you read it and you know, let me know because I don't know. I just know that I don't know that I know that I know. And the booklet says it's all and it's nothing. So the rising basically determines what sign your chart starts in, and it lays down the grid. So when you look at your birth chart, it's like a circle, it's a wheel, and it starts in, your, in the first house, one, which is your rising, mine's in Libra. And so, again, I don't know much about the houses because they scare me, I don't want to know the future, no thank you, but I'll give an example. So my rising is Libra, that's my first house. My fifth house is Pisces, so Libra is one, one, two, three, four, five, Pisces. The fifth house symbolizes like fun times, like literally it said like hobbies and crafts and pleasure. And my sun sign is in Pisces. This is where I'm at home. This is my inner spirit, my ego. And you know, I love a hobby. I literally in my thing, it's called hobby. I literally made a podcast because I want to do a hobby. I am the queen of hobbies. I tracked down the delivery guy on my street yesterday because my package said delivered and they've been playing with me with this. So I literally saw him on the street in his truck. I asked him, I said, sir, where's my package? And mind you, this is not for something serious. This is for a $7 diamond dots. It's like paint by number, but it's gems. But don't mess with me and my hobbies. Okay. So that is what it is. So my Pisces, my sun sign is in the fifth house, which is like pleasure, fun times, creativity. So that's why I'm at home. That's where I feel comfortable. Also, this the rising sign, there's some, so some people usually say is like, your rising is what people that don't know you first think you are. So like, a lot of people think I'm a Libra when they first meet me, because I'm giving off Libra vibes for my Libra rising. But I also think Pisces and Libra are like, the same font, like, you know, the same sign, different font, it's like same delusion, different font. So, I'm going to read my birth chart, just so we can have some fun. So, you probably don't know that. If you know what this means, like, yeah, analyze me. If you don't know what this means, I'm going to teach you, kind of. It's, that's my goal here. It's pantology. You want to learn. We want to know what things what's going on. So, my sun is in Pisces. My moon is in Pisces. My Mercury is in Aquarius. My Venus is in Capricorn. My Mars is in Leo. And I'm a Libra rising. Leo retrograde is my Mars. So I'm in retrograde. So it's like, no, there's a couple screws loose. Uh, I'll go into the outer planets just for curiosity's sake. So my Jupiter's in Sagittarius. Saturn's in Pisces. Uranus is in Capricorn. Neptune in Capricorn. Pluto, Sagittarius. And then my, um, I think it's called Midhaven. Midhaven's in Cancer. So that's my birth chart in my little analysis here, I'm saving the signs for last because we know the signs already. We're going to get into the elements and modalities. So there are four elements, fire, earth, air, water, avatar. You know what I mean? There are three signs in each. So the fire signs, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Air signs, Gemini, I like to say Gemini. We saw First Man and they said Gemini and I was like, ooh, that's kind of giving. So it's Gemini, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. And the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. And you'll often hear that fire signs and air signs are compatible and water and earth signs are compatible. But ultimately, I think the one thing we all have to realize is that all relationships come down to communication and mutual respect. And if you don't have that, like, you can be bothered by the stars, like, elusian mates. Thank you, Zodiac Academy. Um, but if you can't talk about what bothers you, like, no ounce of compatibility is going to fix that. Uh, yeah, tell uh, uh, Torian Darius that in my book. So, because, yeah, no spoilers. But if you want spoilers, let me know. Will it be easier to date someone whose sign is more compatible to you? Probably, of course if you're, but there's different elements, so, like, you can both be, you can both, well, usually dating in the same sign is not good, but, like, you both could be a Taurus and a Pisces, ooh, magic made in heaven, you can have a water moon, they could have a, a air moon, that might not work. So, again, like, I'm a Pisces moon, and moon, I'm a feeler, I feel first, I think about those feelings later, um, and then one good thing about dating outside of your astrological pool, so, like, my favorite ex-boyfriend, Mitchell, my um best friend, he's a Gemini, Sun, Sagittarius, Moon, Virgo, Rising. On paper, it, it don't work. It's not clicking. It's not clacking. But you do learn a lot about yourself and a lot about the other person. Like, me, in that relationship, I couldn't just be like, oh, this is how I feel. Because I'm like, girl, it's like, girl, you're not making sense. You need to, it gave me the opportunity to learn how to communicate my feelings. I can't just be like, oh, I'm sad. It's like. There's a reason, so you have to dig deep and figure it out. So again, communication, introspection, figuring yourself out, that is the key to a good relationship. Uh, don't ask me though, because I have no idea. <laughs> don't I'm like, I'm just saying, I don't know from I don't know from experience, but I'm just saying that I think that's what it is. Anywho, the reason why they say why fire and air and earth and water go together go together air quotes is because fire and air are both external or extroverted signs and earth and water signs are more internal or introverted. Now if you're an introverted fire sign or an extroverted earth sign, don't come for me. You have the whole chart now remember. Like for me, for example, in the personal planets in rising I have two water, two air, one fire, one earth. I'm tied. I'm internal and I'm external. And I honestly do consider myself an ambivert, or an introverted extrovert. Some element characteristics. Let's get into a little fun bit. So, fire signs: enthusiastic, energetic, fun. Air signs are the thinkers, intelligence. Don't let it go to your head. More logical, and they are individuals. Earth signs: good workers. It's a stereotype, but it's true. Like, come on. Um, my book says utilize and improve. And I think that's like the good worker. Utilize and improve. Why are you, why are you um, reinventing the wheel? Like, it's good. We can make it better. Grounded. No pun intended. And <laughs> in the water signs. Empathy. Sensitive. Very attuned with the emotions. Uh, other people in their own. Now, there is a video by one of my favorite TikTok astrologers, Lauren Ash, at, at Lauren Ash Astro on TikTok, saying that people think water signs are manipulative just because we talk about our emotions, but it's because other people don't, so when we bring up our emotions or think we're being manipulative, like, you made me feel this way, and it's like, we we might be, like, we, we know how to push buttons, so we might be being manipulative, but also it's like, we can talk about our feelings, and it's not... Sometimes it's just like, I just feel this way and just acknowledge that. Please. So I don't feel like I'm losing it. So that's basically it. Each sign has an element. I hope that people downstairs are listening. They get a little, little lesson here. So next are modalities. There are three. Modalities. Probably should have looked this up as like, how the signs are vibing. So I'm just going to go ahead and into it. So Cardinal. These signs are the innovators, the creators, the leaders. You have to think about it like this. It goes cardinal, they're the leaders, they're the boss, they're coming up with the big ideas. This is Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. Then we have fixed signs. These are the worker bees. They're stereotypically, you're stubborn signs. Um, so basically, so cardinal signs, they're the leaders, they come up with the ideas. The fixed signs, they get it done. Then that's Taurus, Leo... Scorpio, Aquarius. And then the mutable signs. Alright, we're just hanging out. (laughs) Like, that's literally it. Like, again, Cardinal, the big boss, coming up with the ideas. Uh, The worker bees, the the fixed signs, they're doing the work. Us, emotional support. Laughs, just hanging out. Um, Adaptable, mutable signs. A little flighty, can be indecisive. Again, we're mutable, we're changing, we're adapting. Commitment? Never heard of it, uh, and these are the Gemini's, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, and there are a lot of jokes like, "What is Virgo doing in the in this motley crew?" Um, they seem to have it together, but I think it's that commitment thing that lumps them in. So I use the element and modality characteristics of the signs, and this gives me a quick insight insight into see how one may operate, and again, it's all vibes. So like, let's say Aries. Oh well this good example is my brother my brother is a cardinal he is uh, Aries Sun Capricorn Moon Cancer Rising and he is the moment he is innovative he's a leader he's always on top of all the trends and everything and it's all the cardinal it's all the cardinal in his his three his big three that's a great example because so sometimes it's like what energy are you getting like and Mitchell, for example, he's all mutable. Um, the Gemini, Sun, Sagittarius Moon, Virgo writing, that's all mutable, that's adapting, that's changing. It's like those I think have a big influence on how people are, rather than just the signs. You have to think of the modality. So for me, for example, I have two mutable signs in my in my, my third my six, two fixed signs and two cardinal signs. So Again, that's why I think it's hard for me because for my chart because I feel like I have a lot of I guess the elements, a good mix. Like I said before, I have the I'm tied for internal, external, and I'm tied for the modality in my chart. So that can make chart analysis kind of hard too, is like what's influencing what. And I think that's when you have to start looking into, like, the aspects in the houses. But again, I'm scared. Sorry, now I'm going to list out the signs of the Zodiac. And again, I'm not going into too much detail because in my next episode, I'm doing a deep dive into the signs. Into stereotypes. Little fun facts. Because so I just think it's interesting to think about. Because again, like, it, it, like you think astrology is like, oh, it's just the Aries. It's like, like I said, it's the planet. The planet influence it's the element elemental influence and then it's the modality it's more than just like oh you're okay yeah it's like these are the pieces that make up the signs and i it's almost like a mythology it's very interesting to me and it, so i'm just going to say this once don't ask me about the 13th sign the astrology community just ig- has agreed to ignore it okay like we don't know where it came from we don't know who it is we don't know we don't know her i don't even know it begins with an o and i don't care and I love that solidarity in this community. So, the 13th sign, never heard of her. Let's get it, let's get it. So, Aries, the ram. And famous Aries are Lady Gaga, Vincent Van Gogh, my Angelou, and my brother, like I said. Taurus, the bull. Now, it's like, think about these symbols. Think about these symbols. Think about that person in your life, the bull. Uh, my mom's a Taurus. So like, I'm sorry don't try Kimmy T like but it's it's funny because like oh she's a Taurus my mom literally is all fixed signs like she's a scorpion moon and a leo rising like my brother's all cardinal she's all fixed I'm a mix match which I guess fits our dynamic and so famous Taurus are Leonardo da Vinci Yogi Bear he just wants his snacks right and then share. aesthetics think about aesthetics Venus Taurus share. Davi? Leonardo da Vinci? (laughs) So Gemini, twins, Paul McCartney, Marilyn Monroe, Kanye, that's a fun one. Cancer is the Crab, Princess Diana, OJ, Meryl Streep. The Leo de Lyon, Madonna, Bill Clinton, Lucille Ball. These are famous people. For the Virgo, the Virgos, the Virgin, the Virgin. Think of Virgos, they're 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 the perfectionists. Like that's a stereotype, yes, but Beyonce, Freddie Mercury, Michael Jackson, Side well, you know, asterisk. But the one thing they're gonna do, perform. The level of perfection and whatever the Virgos are drinking, that's crazy, dog. Those three people alone, and there's definitely more. So Libra, the scales, and I will say this stereotype, Libras, if you're listening, just because you're, um, your little symbol is the scales doesn't mean you are balanced, okay? That's not what it means. It doesn't mean you're justified. It doesn't mean you're balanced. It means you are seeking balance. You aren't balanced. You are seeking balance. There's a difference, and I need you to think about it. Thank you. And those are Julie Andrews, Gwen Stefani, Margaret Thatcher. Think about that. Scorpio. Scorpion. It is Charles Manson, Danny DeVito, Whoopi Goldberg. Sagittarius, The Archer. This is Frank Sinatra, Jane Austen, Miley Cyrus. Capricorn. So it's this goat in my book here, but I thought it was a sea goat because it's like a goat with like a mermaid tail. So aesthetic wise, we'll go with sea goat. And that's Elvis, Martin Luther King Jr., and then Joan of Arc. I think those cardinal, the cardinal. So Aquarius is the water bearer. We went over this earlier water bearer, air sign, fixed. This is Oprah, John Travolta, uh, and Mozart. Pisces, the fish, Albert Einstein, Rihanna. Rihanna. I don't think she likes Rihanna. Rihanna, Shaq. And fun fact I have the same birthday as Gilbert Gottfried, the A guy. And I feel like we do have the same energy. Thank you for tuning in. I'm running... La- right now it's at 46 minutes. We'll see how much it is after I, like, edit it down and everything. But that's all for now, folks. Thanks for listening. This is a lot of fun for me just because um, now I have a platform to talk about what I want to talk about. And astrology is something I really like. And, again, I don't like... I'm not, I'm not like other astrology girls. But it's like... I feel like astrology... Gets a bad rep again. Like I said, people maybe need to stop being so aggressive about it. Because again, I think it's a really good self reflection tool. Like if you're not using it to talk about other people, at least use it as a tool for yourself. Or look up your chart, look up your placements. And it it truly does help you. If you're not able to put words to how you're feeling or why you might feel a certain way, it's very helpful. And again, next episode, we're going to go over all the signs, stereotypes, (laughs) stereotypes I like and I dislike, and I will even reveal my least favorite sign, and it is controversial, it is not your typical, not the Gemini, the Scorpio, apparently people don't like Taurus men, I didn't know that, um, it's not Leo's, it's, I like my, um, least favorite sign, just because I feel like it's controversial, a lot of people don't say it, So, thank you for joining in, this was Tyra with Pantology Princess Podcast, au revoir!